Hello everyone, it's a real privilege to be sharing this podcast with you on the 11th of December 2020. Um, we are the Battles, we're Andy, Lexi, Jacob and Reuben and uh, we're going to look together at uh, another passage from scripture where we see uh, a further portrait of, of Jesus. I wonder if someone asked you to describe something that was glorious, what you might say. Um, you might immediately think of, maybe you would, maybe you're very patriotic, maybe you think of the national anthem. Happy and glorious, long to reign over us, God save the Queen. Maybe that's where your mind goes when you think of something that's glorious. Maybe you would use the word to describe a sunset. Some sunsets are absolutely stunning, aren't they? Uh, maybe you might describe a wonderful meal as really glorious. Maybe you might talk about the sunshine, back to the sun again. You talk about a glorious sunshine, the weather outside, it's it's glorious. Glorious is a word we use quite a lot, I would suggest. But today we're going to see in the, the passage that Jacob's going to read to us just now, a glimpse of Jesus's glory. Thanks, Jacob. Matthew 17, verses 1 to 8. After six days, Jesus took Peter... James and John, the brother of James, with him. He led them up a high mountain. They were all alone. Though in front of them his appearance was changed. His face shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as the light. Just then Moses and Elijah appeared in front of them. Moses and Elijah were talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters. One will be for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While Peter was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them. A voice from the cloud said, This is my son, and I love him. I am very pleased with him. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they were terrified. They fell with their faces to the ground, but Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. Thanks, Jacob. So, I've got Reuben with me. And having just listened to that bit of the Bible, Reuben, what words do you think might describe Jesus? How would we... What Good. Word? Good, yeah. What else? Really mighty. Really mighty. That's a great one. Those are the only two I think. That's the only two you can think of. I think they're really good ones. Thanks, Rubes. So a really mighty Jesus. That is indeed really the picture that we see in this passage. It's a moment of revelation. It's a partial unveiling of Jesus in his true glory. Something that the disciples have until that point had not seen. And it is the most amazing moment for them where Jesus' dual nature is, is revealed to them. They walk up the mountain with him as a man, 100% man. But within seconds, they get a glimpse of his glory and his divine nature. The passage there says that he shone like the sun, too bright. The, the, the same passage in Luke 9 tells us that, that he appeared and his clothing appeared as a flash of lightning, too bright, too bright to look at, too glorious to look at. And it echoes back to uh, the experience that Moses had that's recorded in Exodus chapter 34, where he asks to see God's glory. He asks to see God and God's goodness passes before him. And Moses is afforded but a glimpse 
but it is the most glorious thing Moses has ever seen. And his face is radiant as he returns down the mountain. And, and, and in the same way, Christ is truly glorious in his appearance. And to the disciples, it's bewildering. Look down there at their response in verse 4. Peter doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't know quite how to respond, but he says something. But the glory bewilders them. And Jesus' glory should and ultimately will leave us in a state of speechlessness. When we see him in his true glory and the fullness of that glory, it will be the most amazing thing we have ever seen. But it, it doesn't stop there for those on the, on the mountainside. You look at verse 5, because they are shrouded by a bright cloud, and then they hear the voice of God. This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. And at this the disciples are utterly terrified, and as many did in the Old Testament when they heard the voice of the Lord or they came before God's presence, they fell flat on their face. It seems like the only right response in the midst of all of that glory and hearing the voice of the Lord. But all of a sudden, things change. Look at verse 7. Jesus comes to them and he says, get up. Don't be afraid. You see, there is no need to fear. Jesus says, I am glorious, but I am Emmanuel. Jesus is God with us. He was 100% God and 100% man. And we need to remember that this Christmas. It's quite easy to forget that the baby in the manger actually has the same glory that is described here in this, chap in this chapter, in this amazing passage in Matthew 17. Jesus has the same power. He has the same might. He is equally glorious as a baby as he was on that mountainside. There's a song that we sing quite often that says this, the radiance of the Father, describing Jesus as the glorious Christ, the greatest of all delights. His power is unequaled. His love beyond all heights. See, Jesus told his disciples, don't be afraid. And in the Christmas story, we know that the shepherds were told the same. They feared when the angels appeared, but the angels said, don't be afraid. Why not? Well, in both instances, though the cause of fear might have been slightly different, the reason not to fear is the same. And that's because there is really good news. The Saviour is here. Emmanuel is here. God is with them, just as God is with us today. So they need not fear God. They need not fear. God has come to them as a saviour. That's what the Christmas story tells us. This is part of God's plan for the salvation of the world. Jesus came to save. He took on human form. Philippians 2 wonderfully reminds us of that. Jesus didn't cling to the glory that he had before the dawn of time. Instead, he chose willingly for it to be veiled that he could come to earth, that he could take on the form of man, but in no way relinquish his glory but in doing so he was able to come to save us the song that i thought about earlier goes on it says this there is no greater 
sacrifice. When you laid down your life, we join the song of angels who praise you day and night. Glorious Christ. The one on the mountainside was truly glorious. The one in the manger is truly glorious. From manger to mountain, Jesus was the same. Let's not lose sight of the glory of Christ this Christmas. Let's remember how awesome and really mighty, how really glorious Jesus is. He is the image of the Father, but come to earth to bring salvation to the world. As we draw this podcast to a close, Lexi is going to pray. Father, we praise you that you are glorious and that Jesus is the radiance of your glory. Thank you that he came to earth and his his glory was veiled for a time and yet it was still there, it never left him. And thank you that one day we will see you and we will see your son in all your glory. Lord, as we um, look back to Christmas and we look forward to that day when we see you face to face, Lord, help us to grow in praise and awe and wonder of you, our glorious God. Amen. Well, it's been great to be able to share some of these thoughts with you today. Uh, It's wonderful to reflect through Advent on the the Christmas story, but uh, let us seek to remember the glory of Christ. And even if we are able to gather together a little bit over this Christmas time in our services. Maybe we can't sing, but we can still consider and reflect on the glorious Christ. So uh, thanks for listening once again, and uh, we hope to see you all very soon. Have a great Christmas. Christmas.